Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We are Paris, Alana, and Rusty. Friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. All right, welcome back to another episode, you guys. It's Paris and Rusty and myself, Alana, here, and we're going to be chatting about spicing it up. And it's funny because we've done this episode before, um, back a long time ago. It was our actually our fourth mm-hmm. ever episode that we have we put out. Um, but now that we've got Rusty here, and since it's been so long, it seemed like a really great time to make uh, Spice It Up 2.0. So we're adding a little bit of spice to your guys' life. And probably our own too, because I'm sure we could all use it. <laughs> we are not exempt <laughs> to needing spice in our lives. Just keeping it real. <laughs> right? Yeah. If you've been married for any length of time, you'll know that um, sex can really easily become a routine. And it's not, that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's, there's no, like, mm-hmm. if you are like a routine, you know, love maker, and, you know, it's just kind of, you just do the things every time, like, that's fine. You can get into something that works. And if you guys are both content and you're both happy with it, that's great. Because um, we're busy people, you know, we're, our list of things to do is never ceasing and never growing. We have to pick the kids up. We got to take out the trash, get food on the table, start spring cleaning, see our friends, remember to drink water. Like, <laughs> there's so much to do. Um, and so it can be really easy to then, in those spare moments, maybe you were like, oh, right. I also need to have sex with my spouse. <laughs> it can be really easy to just do the steps, to just do the steps because it's something you got to do. Um, so yeah, I think it, we can get to a point where like, okay, I think something needs to change. we got to add some fireworks. I want to feel the butterflies. How? And so many Christian couples I find can can feel like that. And be like, well, where do I go to find out how? Because if I Google it, I don't know if I'm going to like what I see. I don't know if it's safe to Google this. What are they going to tell me to do? Um, I remember feeling that. I was like, Mm -hmm. how do I look it up without, you know, (laughs) in a safe place? Yeah, exactly. Welcome to the safe place. Um, We're going to give you a bunch of different ideas and suggestions. and, And maybe it's things that you've never tried. So, So give it a shot. So here are some ways you can go about trying to add a little bit of spice to your life. All right. I'll take number one. All right. So you guys, like just like Alana said, we can get so caught up in life. Um, Something that I've really been recently on a vulnerable moment here with you guys, been really convicted of is just, you know, really seeing sex, our sexuality, intimacy is an ever growing Thing in our lives, you know, as spouses, if we're not mm-hmm. intentionally moving forward, like guarantee things are going to stagnate or we're going to move backwards, right? And that's kind of just how it is. And so I just want to leave you with a word of encouragement in this that if you are in a place where you're feeling super stuck or you're really discouraged or you're, you're not feeling like you are um, living within a thriving, sex life with your spouse. Um, We just want to encourage you in that, like you being here today and listening to this and actively looking for ways and praying for ways to implement things like it's going to happen. Um, We just want to encourage you with that. You know, God's intended for us to have thriving marriages and that includes thriving sex lives. So here you go. We're going to throw some ideas your way. Okay. So number one is to go slow and up the foreplay. 
Um, we recently had the privilege to talk some to some amazing people and read some amazing books um, on this. And Neil and I have been going through Shula Ray Gregoire's um, The Great Sex Rescue. That book is so good. And we keep just going back over it. It's so good. And she really epitomizes on the importance of understanding male and female sexuality because they're different. And somehow within culture, different has been made out to be bad or wrong. And that is not the case at all. So I want to say that um, because a lot of times just naturally, you know, our own physiological response as women is typically we need to get a warm up going to fully reach arousal and to reach that point where orgasm is achievable. And it's just so fascinating how it all works out together. And I think it's beautiful because uh, it, it really causes husband and wife to work together really well in understanding one another because it really comes an outpouring of love together, you know, as you're working towards things with your own differences. God knew what he was doing in this. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a really good idea for mm-hmm. you guys to just like maybe take it back a notch and be like, okay, let's really learn to just enjoy each other. What is it that really makes you tick? You know, exploring arousal. A lot of us women really struggle yeah. with arousal. Um, so really exploring what that looks like, having oh, those sure. conversations. Yeah, right? So go slow. Really enjoy yeah. foreplay. Make it a, a, make it the main event, really. Like really pour into that because mm. it's emotionally connecting. It's physically and sexually connecting, obviously. Um, mentally connecting. There's just so many aspects there that can be really, really uh, culminated out of foreplay. So that is our tip number one. And I think that's such a game changer when you really full force pursue that. So good. I love, I love the idea of making it the main event. Like how often it's almost like, I know I can be guilty of almost like having a countdown clock in the back of my mind. It's like, are we spending too much time on making out or touching and, and we want we don't need to focus on that. Our focus no. needs to be on, hey, am I actually getting ready for this main event? And to be intimate with my husband where mm. my body is fully primed and fully ready to enjoy intimacy. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And then I feel like if you spend that extra time on the foreplay and the, the slow start, the build up, you're building up that anticipation and it can only help. Like it can only yes. help set things up for success. Absolutely. I feel like because you're you're priming your body, right? You're you're getting in that mind space. You're exactly. turning the music on. You're set it like lighting the candle, setting the mood, um, which which all helps to the main event. Yeah. Well, after the other main event, <laughs> there's two main so, events. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just make that very clear. It's clear as mud here. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's it's clear let's, as mud. Here. Let's switch that dynamic and that narrative. Yes. There can be yeah. two main events. Yeah. <laughs> so number two is to set up a mirror or open your eyes. So this is something that I don't know. I don't I don't ever hear people really talk about. I guess maybe I don't know. But to yeah, to put a mirror somewhere in a strategic spot so that you can see yourselves during lovemaking. Um I feel like would be a really simple way to spice things up. You'll see everything. You'll it's like a completely different vantage point that you've probably never seen before. Yeah. Um, but can totally like get your mind right into what's going on because you see it. 
So have the lights on <laughs> or, you know, set up the, the mirror, open your eyes while you're making love so you can kind of just like see what's going on. And it's just like another way to connect your mind to your body to know what's happening. And I feel like it'll be a way to like, it'll instantly be like extra spicy because you can see yourself. Mm-hmm. All right. And I'm going to add one here. And that is bring it to a different location. So shower sex or tub sex, those things. Those just changing and getting out of the normal routine of, okay, it's 9 o'clock on Tuesday. You know, we're going to, I'm going to throw the laundry off the bed and let's get to it. Just switching up what you are used to, your surroundings can really can really amplify your pleasure and can it can completely change the dynamic of the room whenever you're being intimate. So taking it to the shower, taking it to the tub, just being open and exploring and maybe you can't do, you know, start to finish in the shower or the tub, but let it get started there. Just yeah. let things build right. in there and enjoy the natural, you know, the steam building up that's just to read all this because <laughs> that's okay <sighs> but allow yourself to enjoy the steam that's building in the room from the shower and also between you and your spouse yeah that's great all right so another really fun idea and i'm going to preface this with love making doesn't always have to be this serious steamy event, I think we can subconsciously put a lot of pressure on ourselves with that Um, because performing is definitely something that a lot of us have to unlearn. And I think a lot of us don't even realize that that's kind of in us. Sheila also talks about that in her book and it's really, really good. So make love fun. Bring it back to just genuinely being you too. You know, if you guys feel like pressure is something that you personally deal with in the bedroom, have that conversation um, and try a game. So we interviewed Dan a little while ago and he is the mastermind behind the app Intimately Us. And he has a bunch of really, really fun sex games on there. And it's a Christian app. If you guys don't have it, highly recommend it. It is very, very fun. So the the games on there are fantastic. They are so clever. And they really are about bringing it back to enhancing fun and laughter between you. Um, and obviously a very, <laughs> a very, um, I don't want to use the word sexy because that's not really the appropriate word to use here. You're naked, obviously. Um, so it can get quite interesting. So... <laughs> It's all about just keeping it fun and super real. And I think it's fantastic. It really helps you to let go of inhibitions and, you know, reach another level together. Um, So definitely am a fan of embracing fun within the bedroom. All right. And then for number four, and this is from, uh, we are just really riding the roller coaster of tooting the horn of Sheila Gregoire. Yeah. We have just become such huge fans. (laughs) It's just like an epiphany every time I read anything that she has written or done. Yes. So she has written, she She has recently wrote a blog and she encourages husband and wife to sit down, each one another, 
and write down some ideas that you've had. Maybe you've had some thoughts of, of, hey, this would be really fun one time. We need to try this. But then you forgot to bring it up mm-hmm. or life has gotten in the way. So take a moment, just pause for a beat, and each of you guys get a sheet of paper. Write down a thing or two that you would like to do that might just add a little bit of extra oomph to it. So maybe it's music. Maybe it is the changing location, a different position that you saw maybe featured that Alana shared on a hump day post. Um but don't show your spouse. And then what you do is you put it in a jar, tear up your little pieces, label them one by one, tear them up, put them in a jar, and then do like a date night roulette where you reach in, pull one out, and that night you guys complete the challenge or the spice it up um, encouragement that is on that piece of paper. And just every now and then that's a great resource to have to go back to Whenever you feel like, okay, things have gotten a little monotonous, things have gotten a little routine, and we want something extra fun and extra just playful or exciting tonight, you can go to the date night, the spice it up jar, and pluck one out of there and complete that task for the night. That is something super special, super easy that you can do because we all have random thoughts, I think, where it's like, hey, we should try this. So mm-hmm. just make it a point to jot it down in your notes in your phone uh-huh. or to write it down on a sheet of paper and stick it back for that jar. Love that. And on that note, if you guys are hitting a slump and you're like, we're running out of ideas, first of all, good for you. Keep going. Um, <laughs> but secondly, we have put together 31 nights of Intimacy ebook, and that is filled with 31 curated dates. So you guys could have a head over to our website and you'll find that in there in our ebook section and it's full of really beautiful um, date nights. Okay, I think another one that can go along with this really simply is looking back on, you know, the last time you made love that was just super, super epic and super, super meaningful to both of you um, or one of you or the other. Look back on that and discover what it was that was such a turn on for you guys that night or that time you made love or that time you did X, Y, and Z. Um, reflecting on those really amazing intimate moments is really huge. First of all, just for mentality and your stance on pursuing a th- pursuing a thriving sex life. But secondly, for getting to know yourself and your spouse better in in your own sexuality. So go over what and why XYZ was so good. How can you recreate that? What can you do next? What were you doing that day that really filled into that really min- meaningful night? You know what I'm saying? Um, that's such a great little thing you guys could implement to continue to heat things up in your marriage. Yes, because we all have... I think we all have those, you know, the ones that you store in your memory bank <laughs> that you're like, man, yes, something exactly. about that night or something about that time. Oh, good. And it's like, okay, well, why don't we dig a little deeper into that? Let's let's think yeah. what did we do that cultivated that yeah. moment and that time, that enjoyment? What do we do? That's so good. I love that. Yeah, I think that's so good too. And this was something that was brought up in a recent post where we were like, things you don't need. And somebody mentioned, I don't need fancy lingerie. And that's 100% true. But is that something super easy? We've got, we've got lingerie in that drawer that's been stuck back. 
mm-hmm. since the honeymoon or since, uh-huh. you know, it was our first anniversary and our husband bought it for us. So why don't we pull that out? Maybe it doesn't fit. Maybe you need to order some new. <laughs> maybe, maybe life has happened and you need to go up a size, but do it. Invest that little yes. bit of money into yourself. Something that yes. just takes you over the top where you feel like, I feel really good in this. Mm-hmm. Invest that, mm-hmm. invest into yourself mm-hmm. with that. Pull that out of the drawer, or if you're buying new, cut the tags off. And one night when your husband's getting out of the shower, <gasps> be waiting on the bed in that new outfit, in, in lingerie, just waiting for him. And I guarantee you, he will be like, whoa. Yeah. Is it my birthday? What did I do? <laughs> yes, yes, just <laughs> what did I miss something? Is it our anniversary? No. Uh but yes, just that little that little thing. We most of us do have a drawer that's got some nicer pieces stuck back. So just pull those out and uh-huh. or wear them during the day. I know that that's something that has been mentioned before too, but wear them during the day just to keep yourself in the mindset and to mm-hmm. get that anticipation building mm-hmm. for yourself. Or you could flash your husband, you know, a little corner yeah. of, you know, something pretty or lacy that you've got <laughs> on. It'll I I guarantee you that'll amp up the excitement for a while. So <laughs> I thought you were just going to end it at like flash your husband. I thought it was just like just flash your husband. I thought that was like that was it. <laughs> but yeah. But something too, I'm thinking, because yes, like women can be doing that and that's a great idea for women, but like, but what about the men, right? Like what can they be doing to like putting us in the mood? And I had seen this thing the other day and so my husband works from home. He wears like the same sort of thing every single day. And <laughs> I can see him getting his coffee. So this is great. Um, but I had saw this thing where it was like um, – you know, you see your husband every day and then all of a sudden you, you see them in like, they were this girl, her husband was in a, a wedding party. And so she saw him in this like suit or this tux that he had rented. And she's like, oh my goodness, like you look so good. And I was like, heck yeah. Like, I don't know, take me on a date and like go all out and be fancy. And all of a sudden, like I come home from something and I see Jeff like all fancy. It'd be like, um is it my birthday? What are we doing? Like, I feel like that's my own equivalent of lingerie on me for him. Like me being like coming home and he'd be all dressed up. Like we're going out. Like, woohoo. <laughs> so I think there's definitely different takes on this. <laughs> yeah. Mine, is, mine would just be, Hey babe, just flip your hat around backwards. He doesn't like to do that very often, but every time he does, I'm like, Oh, you look so good with your hat on backwards. What is it about that? I don't yes. know, but I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going to look at you an extra second longer and just be like, you look good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You look good, babe. Yeah. Yeah. Another super simple thing you could do. I mean, maybe it's not super simple. I take that back. Another thing you can attempt is to have sex during the day. I know it's super tricky. It's like, well, I've got kids or, you know, teenagers, babies. How the heck am I supposed to try and do this during the day? But you can like be really sneaky about coordinating nap time. You know, everyone's having their quiet time. Even mommy and daddy are going to go have their quiet time. Like, I don't know. I feel like you could be intentional about it. Or you put on a show for your kids and then you go. Or if you don't have kids, just try it. Try doing it during the day. Mm-hmm. Something different. Um, it's a fun way to like like close the blinds or whatever. And um, 
It'd be a fun way to spice it up. It's just something out of the norm. I feel like that's the thing. When sex can become routine and you feel like you're just, you know, doing the same thing every time, um, just switching up anything, I find, can often be helpful in spicing things up. So I think just being aware of, of where you're at, whether you're, you know, content with it being the same and that's great, or if it's something you're like, hmm, let's try something different, let's try something new. You know, you make that jar, you pick something different, you try it out. If it doesn't work, that's fine. You've got your routine, normal, you know, to go back on if you need to. And that's there's no shame yeah, in that. Sure. And just doing what you always do, that's great. Okay. Okay, here. I'll, I'll take this last one because we yeah. actually, we got an email, which I responded to today. We got an email from a follower who was like, I'm taking boudoir photos for my wife, but I don't Aww. want to, you know, I want poses for her, but I don't want to look up online because I don't know what I'll find um do you have any suggestions or resources and I was like the photographer in me was like yes I do let me help you (laughs) so I just like yeah so I just wrote out a bunch like I just typed them up for him I was like here are some things you could try you know try it on the bed try leaning up against a wall be on the couch have her hands in her hair um kneeling on her bed leaning back you know but I was like what a fun thing for you guys to be doing together I was like that's a great idea so that's something you've never tried you could go ahead and try that too because I think that'd be really fun. That would be so much fun. And of course you're going to get excited whenever you're doing that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be a fun way like you get dressed up, get your hair, you got to do your face, do your makeup, whatever. And then afterwards you can be like, well, now I'm all pretty. We got to go out somewhere because obviously mm-hmm. I look stunning. So let's go. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's a really fun way to add some spice. And like we said, it doesn't have to be fancy or complicated or, you know, cause any stress. But I'd like to actually quickly touch before we close this episode. I love your guys' thoughts. How would, say, you're in a relationship and you're the couple who's like, you're the person in the couple who's like, I want to try something new. I want to do something different. But then how do they bring up that topic with their spouse? What are your guys' thoughts on that? I'm a big advocate for letting the moment speak for you. Because then it doesn't feel like you are like coming out of nowhere or they won't feel attacked. Um, But just in the moment, maybe as things are heating up, just look at them and raise an eyebrow or look at her and raise your eyebrow and say, hey, want to try this? Or why don't we do this today? You know, whenever, whenever things are already kind of that excitement is building and you're in the moment, it's a lot easier to be like, yeah, let's do that. As opposed yeah. to if yeah. you're just, you know, sitting over your bowl of Cheerios in the morning and, and someone's like, let's try a new position today. And you're like, whoa, 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 <laughs> what, what? <laughs> you're like, hold yeah. on. So I think that just really exercising wisdom whenever it comes to the moment that you broach the subject is definitely a key factor. And uh-huh. also the other person is probably going to be a lot more willing if they're excited and they're ramped up and they're like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Let's do that. So that would be my tip for this. Yeah, I really like how Rusty went over that. And I think always being so, um, like, keenly aware of your spouse in that because obviously um, all of us are so vastly different. One person's going to take it different than the next. And just being very in tune with that, with your spouse is huge. You know, knowing them, understanding them. Um, being aware of their past if they have triggers that could come up in that. I think all of that stuff is just so important to keep on the forefront of your mind. 
And then you know your spouse best too. Maybe yeah. a letter would be so romantic for them, you know, and like you write it out in a letter. Um, you can get creative with it too. Maybe your spouse just loves to laugh. Make a funny video of you like proposing this thing to do. I think creativity and and just being <laughs> a very aware of sensitivity as well in bringing this topic up is is very key. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. So before you try anything new, try anything different, maybe just even pray over yourself, over your marriage. Um, And we're praying that your guys' marriages are blessed by adding a little bit of spice. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging with us today as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram. You can find our handle in the show notes alongside any resource links we mentioned in the show. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. We are so honored to walk this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.